Welcome to the most must-see comic book movie content on the interwebs, delivered to you by every woman's fantasy. Jonathan May. This is Comic Book Cinema. The DCEU. It started in 2013 with Man of Steel. Some characters were beloved, some were not. Join me in this special countdown episode as I rank all the DCEU films from the bottom all the way to the top. Please keep in mind that this is my opinion. This is where I personally rank all these films. I'm sure that your opinion is going to be different. We all don't think the same, but that's okay. That's what makes us all unique and wonderful. At the very bottom, number 16 for me is going to be Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, or whatever the title of this film ended up being, because I know it went through several title changes. At one point, it was something along the lines of the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Yeah, whatever the name of this movie is, it was utter garbage. The only redeemable quality about this movie was Ewan McGregor in the role of Black Mask. I think he was brilliant in that role. But it doesn't change the fact that this script is really bad. They're trying to do something different, but it turns out to be just a really strange and weird film. The character of Harley Quinn was certainly popular, especially at this time. But on so many different levels, this movie just did not work. At number 15, it's going to be the first Suicide Squad movie. Not to be confused with the Suicide Squad. Which, if you really think about it, this is part of the reason why the DCEU never really got off the ground. Because everything was so confusing. Even now, I have my doubts about bringing some of the old actors from the DCEU back as the same characters they played before in the new DCU. But that's a whole other argument. Suicide Squad was ambitious. Jared Leto's Joker was definitely a different take. And they definitely knocked the ball out of the park when it came to the casting for Harley Quinn with Margot Robbie. And Will Smith was a pretty good dead shot as well. But this film just had no direction. It was one of the first films from the DCEU that felt like a jumbled up mess. At number 14, it's going to be Wonder Woman 84. This was a sequel following one of the most beloved comic book movies of all time in Wonder Woman. So it had really big shoes to fill. And I'm sorry, but it just didn't quite fill those shoes. Not for lack of talent, though. Gal Gadot is still one of the best casting decisions the DCEU ever made. She was literally perfect in the role of Wonder Woman. And Pedro Pascal is a very talented actor as well. But this villain just did not work. And when you make ambitious decisions like bringing Kristen Wiig in to play Cheetah, you better knock our socks off. And they definitely didn't knock our socks off. Just like a lot of DC movies, this one ended up being a jumbled up mess. At number 13, I have Batman vs. Superman. Batman and Superman are literally the most famous superheroes of all time. My 80-year-old grandma knows who Batman and Superman are. How can you not take these two beloved characters and at least produce a billion-dollar film? Maybe even a two- or three-billion-dollar film. This film didn't even make a billion dollars at the box office, and for good reason. Introducing Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman in this film I think was a mistake, the film really should have just focused on giving us this Ben Affleck Batman and showing us what he was all about and focusing on the two characters that are in the title of the movie, Batman and Superman. That's all this film should have been about. Even Lex shouldn't have been there. But at this point, the DCEU were trying to play catch up with Marvel and it just didn't work. At number 12, which in retrospect, it's a shame that this is not even in the top 10, it's the first Justice League film. This film literally had all the making to be a great success. Sure, 
There was some tragedy involved when Zack Snyder had to pull out because of the unexpected death of his daughter, but then Joss Whedon coming in to fill that role as director, especially at that time, you would think, oh my gosh, this is the guy that brought us the first two Avenger films. This movie's going to be amazing. Well, that is definitely not how it turned out. And I think the biggest failure here was not introducing us as an audience to these characters properly and making us care about the characters enough before this film came out. Next one up on my list is Shazam. I really wasn't a fan of how at the end of this film, all the other orphans got the same powers as Shazam. It really made him feel less special. And really, honestly, the movie as a whole just didn't quite work for me. It's still got a lot of redeemable qualities. There's some fun to be had here. And most people like this movie more than I did. But on a scale of 1 to 10, I gave it a 5.5. And, and that's why, for me, it's number 11. At number 10, it's the sequel to Shazam, which I thought was a little bit better and a little bit more fun. Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Why they didn't bring in The Rock as Black Adam in this movie literally makes no sense. It's almost an example of the clowns running the circus because that's kind of what happened when The Rock came in. He might have been given too much power. He wanted to fight against Henry Cavill's Superman which would have been cool to see as well. But Black Adam is a Shazam villain. Why not bring Black Adam into this movie? I think that that's one of the major things that it suffered from. Helen Miriam as the villain was definitely not one of the best choices. Lucy Liu did okay, but a lot of things definitely could have been done better in this movie. Speaking of Black Adam, at number nine, I have Black Adam. In a similar vein to Fast and the Furious, this is also a really dumb, fun movie. It's not the smartest, most thought-provoking superhero film, but The Rock actually surprised me in the role of Black Adam. Once again, I'm not saying this is a great superhero film, but I had some fun with it. At number eight for me, it's going to be Blue Beetle. This movie, even though it took a lot of inspiration, we'll just say, from other comic book movies, but I thought that the lead actor did well enough in the role. I thought that the cast was fun. George Lopez being in the role of Uncle Rudy was also a treat to see. At number seven, the recent addition and the last addition to the DCEU, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Just like Black Adam, this is another dumb, fun movie experience. Definitely didn't set any box office records on fire, just like a lot of these recent DCEU films. And it definitely didn't match the $1 billion that its predecessor made at the box office, the first Aquaman film. But there's some fun to be had. The cast, like a lot of these films, is really good. It's always fun to see Dolph Lundgren making an appearance in a movie like this. So that's why I have it where I have it ranked. At number six for me personally, it's going to be Zack Snyder's Justice League. This film was definitely a large improvement from the first Justice League. But the reason I don't have it ranked a lot higher like most people do is because I don't think it's really an accessible film for all. Nobody really wants to sit down for four hours and watch this daunting film. Like I said, sure, the story gets improved a lot. When you have a film that's over three hours, which is already long for most people to sit down and watch a film, it's just not very accessible. There were some beautiful set pieces. There was some beautiful cinematography here. I wouldn't expect anything less from Zack Snyder, but I do think that this film is overrated by most. At number five for me, it's The Suicide Squad that came out in 2021 and was yet another brilliant James Gunn film. What James Gunn does with the characters in this film is so brilliant. He even makes us care about King Shark. It's also really funny that Sylvester Stallone plays the voice of King Shark, but there is so much fun to be had in this movie. John Cena was yet another great casting decision. Though the film was absent from Deadshot, I thought that Idris Elba filled those shoes rather nicely. A lot of great comedy, a very fun time at the movies. That's why this film is my first in the top five. At number four, and this is a little controversial, most people hated this movie, 
And I understand that a lot of people had issues with the CGI and bad special effects, but bringing Keaton back was so cool to see on the big screen. And whether or not they were unethical, which I think most would agree they were, especially that they did not get permission from some of the estates of these families. But seeing Christopher Reeve, Superman, whether or not the CGI special effects didn't look that great, it was still really cool to see Helen Slater's Supergirl and Christopher Reeve's Superman and seeing that this was in a different multiverse and seeing all these other different wild multiverses. Even Nicolas Cage, Superman, was here. Although Ezra Miller is definitely a nut job, I thought he really shined here in this film. Film itself is really good. At number three for me in the DCEU is going to be Wonder Woman. I do have minor gripes that I think that a lot of the elements from this film were kind of stolen from the first Captain America film, but nevertheless, it's still a great movie and it was Gal Gadot's statement to the world that I am here, I am Wonder Woman, and I'm going to knock your socks off. And that she definitely did. Chris Pine and the rest of the supporting cast do a really good job as well. At number two for me, it's going to be the first Aquaman film. When this film hit the scene, it was very creative and different. And also a breath of fresh air for DCEU fans. Jason Momoa, although he's a little bit of a wild card, I think that he's a great casting choice for Aquaman and makes fans take the character a lot more seriously than they might have before. And even Amber Heard as Mara does a really good job. And at number one, it's going to be Man of Steel. I rank this movie a 9 out of 10. Sure, it has its flaws, but I think that this is definitely not just the best DCEU film, but one of the best DC films of all time. Henry Cavill's performance as Superman is amazing. The score, the music in this film feels so epic. Fight sequences are the coolest thing ever. This is the first time that we really got such intense battles with Superman and a foe or foes of equal strength. And the casting, Russell Crowe as Superman's dad in space and Kevin Costner as his dad on Earth were both such great casting choices. And Michael Shannon as Zod is probably one of my favorite supervillains of all time, even outdoing Terrence Stamp as the original Zod, in my opinion. And that's where I have all the DCEU films. Thank you guys so much for watching. Let me know what your rankings are in the comments below. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Check us out on the other socials. And until next time, have a good one.